What's up, y'all? This is Bernard Speaks, where a black girl adds her two cents to the world. Season one, episode one of Renai Speaks. This season, we're going to talk about what it's like to be a student at an HBCU, yes, an historically black college or university. First and foremost, what's the HBCU? Back in the day, in 1837, my man Richard Humphrey created HBCUs for black Americans to feel like they could fit in, to feel like they could be taught with a higher level education, not for like going to a school we were in our life, our lives at the end of the day. <clears throat> Back in the day, y'all know the people ain't like us for real. They liked what we created. They didn't like us for real, for real. So going into that, the first HBCU created was Lincoln University, which is located in Pennsylvania. It was created in 1854. Let's get into campus life. campus you got your frats you got your sororities you got your campus parties you got off campus parties and you know how kids like to get down in the south like me i go to school in south carolina where sometimes it'd be a little boring i'm not gonna hold you but my southern people do know how to party <clears throat> first and foremost you got your football games football season at an hbcu is spectacular you got the band you got the dancers you got the flag girls you got Random parents screaming in the stands. You got coaches screaming. You got football players screaming. It's pretty much just like an all-day party, especially when you start tailgating, y'all. It is so fun. You got food all day. You got drinks all day. No alcoholic beverages, of course, because you know 21 of Uber do drink responsibly over here. <laughs> but anyways, HBCUs are just amazing as a whole. You really meet your people. You really feel like you're not just an outsider. Like, when I tell you on HBCU campus, everybody do something. You got a girl who do lashes. You got a girl who do Brazilian waxes. You got a girl who wax armpits, buttholes, all of it. You got somebody that do, <laughs> somebody that do corn rolls on the fifth floor. You got somebody that do box braids on the eleventh floor. You can really find it all. You got a man who do haircuts on the corner, 11 o'clock at night. You got it all, pretty much. It's basically like just like this black community, man. Everybody's just here for you, you know? That's personally why I chose to go to HBCU because I knew after everything that happened in 2020, rest in peace, George Floyd, everything that happened with the riots, the Capitol riots, it was a crazy year. Everything that happened, I knew that I wouldn't be comfortable at a PWI. Some people might listen to this and be like, what's a PWI? Let me tell you, I got you. So, a PWI is a predominantly white institution. It's sometimes they have diversity, like they may have like a 10% African-American rate, but it is predominantly white people. PWIs, however, unfortunately, they do sometimes have a better education than most HBCUs simply because they are well-funded and you know, they want to see the white people, you know, succeed. As you know, as I stated before, the United States is not for us. But we, that's a different topic for a different day. <clears throat> However, PWIs do tend to bait black kids and they do tend to throw a lot of money at black kids, unlike HBCUs, which is a downside. Me, I received a full ride to a PWI 
but I chose my HBCU simply because I did not want to feel like I was out of place. I didn't want to feel like I wouldn't have no one to talk to. Or I didn't want to feel like I didn't have people I could bond with. Like, y'all know how black people get down. We get down on Fridays. It's a cookout, random music playing. It's a party everywhere we go, no matter where we go. We could be a church still party up in the pews with the pastor. Y'all know how we get down. Campus life as a whole is very fun especially our pool parties. Like for me, I had freshman week. Freshman week, everyone knows how fun freshman week is. You got your pool parties, you got the Greeks strolling in the middle of campus. You got the best food, I'm not gonna hold you. Calf, it'd be, it be okay. But that first week on campus, it'd be solid. Y'all know they be trying to outdo they self. After that, they get a little weak, I'ma be honest. With a PWI, I don't know, man. If you feel like that's where you are going life, then go. A lot of kids tend to go to PWIs and their parties with HBCUs, but you know, do what you want to do. We'll accept you, but at the same time, don't talk down to HBCUs. You know, we don't got all the money in the world, but we do have a home, it's a community, it's like a brotherhood and a sister bond. You know how Spelman and Morehouse is. I was lucky enough to attend my very wonderful Benedict College located in South Carolina. I had my little moments when I don't like it, but it's cool, it's cool. Another thing about HBCUs is your professors. Now, I don't know about a lot of kids who go to schools where you'll have black teachers, but at most HBCUs, you do have a lot of black professors who will look out for you. It is true in college, you'll have that professor who will be like, oh, you didn't turn it in, oh well, F, keep it moving. You know, you have professors like that. But I can say with the HBCU, your professors will look out for you. They'll understand, especially with everything we've gone through with the pandemic, even though we still are in a pandemic. Please wear your mask. They will look out for you. If you need that extension, you just talk to your teacher. Just talk, and they'll be there for you, you know? You won't have that professor that just be like, oh, oh well, F, Phil, I'm just here for a check. You know, you have teachers who create that bond for you. As I was saying earlier, you got that bond that's just created. It's like a family, like a big old family reunion that's just months long, you know? So today I have my friend Miles here from the Riverdale, Georgia area, Big Clayco. <laughs> He'll be talking to us about why he specifically chose the HBCU. How y'all guys doing? Um, as you say that, my name is Miles China. Um, I'm for, I am from Riverdale, Georgia, Clayton County, stand up. Uh, but the reason I chose HBCU is because me personally, I am a pro-black type of person. Yes. I mean, I've always like seen my people succeed and things of that nature. It's gotten down to the point where if it's a black family versus a like, if it's like, you know how on Family Feud, it'll be like a black family versus mm -hmm. another type of family. Okay. And I automatically root. I'm like, I want the black one to win. You know? And those are cousins. Oh God, that's that's gang them. That's gang them. That's gang them right there. But on a serious note, I just like seeing my people succeed. And I mean, so many great people have came from HBCUs. Like Dr. King attended one. Uh, Shannon Sharp, for any sports people out there, he attended Savannah State and ended up being one of the greatest tight ends of all time. Um, it's like a, it's just it's just a, it's just a family here. It's like. So many people do so many great things at HBCUs. It's always somebody doing something. It's never going to be boring. I promise you it's not. 
like <clears throat> personally it's somebody in my building they cut hair another person he one person cuts hair another person raps another person makes beats in the girls dorm Jada was telling me about one person one person braids hair one person locks hair or does retwist somebody does um scout braid cornrows somebody does lashes waxing all that good stuff it's just a it's just a family and a, a community at HBCU that we love and that's the particular reason I chose Benedict College HBCU HBCU of the year you know what I'm saying BCBC you know you know <laughs> but on some on, on a serious note I mean that's I just I love my HBCU I wouldn't trade my HBCU experience for nothing and like I said it's always something to do I promise you like later today it's gonna be something on the yard and I mean guess who's gonna be there miles every we will you know what I'm saying <laughs> yeah. so I mean, like I said man I have nothing against people that go to PWIs but if you can go to HBCU please go I highly recommend it I highly recommend that it is gonna be the best that's gonna be the best experience of your life the frats are nothing the frats and sororities it's the experience is just something you don't want to miss the from the Q's to the alphas sigmas the, the iotas to the aka's the deltas and everything of that nature it's just it's just a family it's just a family here and then like i said getting into that fraternity or sorority it's just that's gang that's that's bro jam now that's bro jam now so that's cousin. That's 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 family. That's um cousin from down the street. But I mean, yeah, guys. So I mean, if you want to go, do what's best for you. And also, and like I said, if it's gonna help you in the long run, go to that PWI. You know what I'm saying? I was offered, I was given some money to go to a PWI, but I still decided to attend an HBCU. If you go to a PWI, nothing against you. If that's what's gonna help you in your career, you do that. But I highly, highly, highly recommend you going to. You're going to HBCU and that because that experience is nothing to mess with. So, yeah, thanks for coming to my TED Talk. Hi, y'all. We're going to be back at it again with Jaden. So, go follow his podcast. It's Miles Per Alpha Podcast. He's on the same platform as me. Anyways, let's get into it the sorority and fraternities. Everybody knows that's one of the highly anticipated things of an HBCU. Everybody looks forward to the Greeks strolling. When I tell you, they will stroll anytime, anywhere. They don't care who's there. They will tell you back up. They're very respectful. But they don't care who's there, who's watching. They will stroll. And it's so exciting, like, just to see our people, our culture from years ago still being present now. It makes you feel like, hey, I want to do this. Like me, I seen my girl strolling for the first time. I was like, I could do this. I don't have no rhythm. You know, it's a couple black people out there with no rhythm. You know, I get down with the currents. But <laughs> I can still do a little step, a little two-step. Anyways, let's talk about it. So you got your AKAs, you got your Deltas, you got your Qs, you got your Kappas, you got your... Sigmas. Sigmas. Alphas, Kappas, Iotas. We do have a band frat, and with our band frat, I cannot remember the name right now, forgive me, but our band frat, typically that's males and females, and you know, traditionally, 
fraternities and sororities they don't really mix genders it's just like that strict brotherhood that strict sisterhood anyways my school specific has a band frat we have a chair sorority it's like a sorority and frat again it mixes genders um going into frats and sororities life during freshman week every college has freshman week because duh we're the new kids <laughs> they have freshman week where you'll do meet and greets with um meet they call it meet and greek but it's meet and greets with the greeks um and then most traditionally with most colleges you cannot pledge until sophomore year because they want to of course get to know you see the type of person you are on campus my school i can't pledge to sophomore year because you have to get service learning hours they want to see what type of person you are how you present yourself on campus speaking of greek life let's talk about the number one rule if you plan on pledging please keep it a secret no one and i mean no one is supposed to know who you are pledging to but i say that these greeks take it extremely serious they, t- <laughs> they take that that's something else girl man. they will blacklist you and be like nah no thank you living nah let me get that up they gonna be like nah bruh you, you you're not allowed to wear their don't wear their please don't wear their symbols please, please. and please y'all know how the cues be on tiktok they do their little the little bark don't do don't bark do, do not bark <laughs> do not come to a cue party with your shirt off Please don't throw up them little horns, they little thing. Boy, I did something like that when I was little. <laughs> it was a grown man. He was my director for my thing, and I raised my hand. I raised my hand like this, uh-huh. trying to get his attention. I mean, y'all can't see it, but it's the y'all know how the cues be, man. Y'all know. And like he raised, he I raised my hand at an angle because he was like, "If y'all, how are y'all feeling?" I, and I was trying to go like, "Eh." <laughs> but apparently I did the, the little cute thing on accident when I was like in middle school. He said, Miles, don't ever do it again, bro. I'm like, all right. You no, got it. it. <laughs> oh, you got it. You... That's on me, bro. That's, that's on me. me. <laughs> that's on me. I won't do it again. That's yeah, me. man. That's one thing they do not play about. Don't walk in their plots. Y'all, they will to come up to you and be like, nah, move. <laughs> nah. It's, it's that serious. Like, they take it so serious. It's y'all. been it's been people that's been beat up. Oh, oh okay. Like my, like my uncle. My uncle's a Sigma. And he, somebody had a, a Sigma shirt on and didn't know nothing about the Sigmas. And he was just walking. He, he was, was just, asking for that. He was asking. He was, he was asking for me. And my uncle came and took that man's shirt off and just like said, don't ever wear this again. He I'm made like, him strip? He made him strip. He said, take your shirt. Your uncle was a G. And I mean, yeah, man, do not, do not play with Greeks. Do not play with the fraternities or sororities. Y'all think just because the sororities are girls, nah, bro. Nah, they, nah. Even the females, they take it very. They serious. take that. They take. Don't do their signs, they calls. Don't wear their things if you're not in it. And we're we're not saying it's trying to scare you. I'm we just, saying it's a respect it's, it's, thing. It is real. a respect thing. It's a respect thing, especially on campus. Like they, it's not. It's just like if you think about it, if you think about the history behind sororities and fraternities and how long ago they were founded you will understand why people make such a big deal about it like please do not walk around campus telling people oh i'm gonna be an aka i'm gonna be a delta they will blackball you you will not join no ma'am no you will not don't walk around wearing their stuff they don't play that like okay you could wear your school paraphernalia but you can't really wear like their stuff like don't it's I'ma just leave it at that. It's a respect thing, and they do not play that, you know? What else am I gonna talk about? So let's talk about sports. So if you go to a football school, 
and y'all know what a football school is. When your school make the biggest deal out of football games, like I'm talking about, they go hard. Brand new stadiums, brand new jerseys, everything. I happen to go to a football school, so they kind of make a, a big deal out of it. Like our stands be packed at a respectable, you know, little space, six feet apart, because we still are in a pandemic. Please wear your mask. I'm very serious about that. Mask up. <clears throat> Anyways, games. The HBCU are, I don't know, that's me. I come out with your best fit on. It ain't even about the game no more. Come. God is not. Oh, God is not. I don't care if my team win or lose, bro. Homecoming. Homecoming, bro. Call me Drip Master G, bro. Oh, God, call me Drip Master. Because, boy. Yeah, we put, yeah, it get real serious. You better come looking the best. You better come ready to scream. You're probably going to lose your voice. I'm not going to hold you no more. But it's just like the vibes, y'all, is just like a big. Anyways, as I was saying before we had that minor technical issue, please come best dress. At HBCU, you're going to do a couple outfit changes in a day. I'm not going to hold you, especially with the heat. Baby, let me tell you that now. Go take a shower. Don't be out here just having random outfit changes and not taking showers. Y'all, you know, you know, if anything my mother told me, if you could smell yourself, I mean, somebody else could smell you, especially for my young ladies out here. Please, mm-mm, mm-mm. Anyways, let's talk about this food right quick. So if anybody know, and if you don't know, I'm going to tell you right now, HBCUs, we have specific days where we have specific food in a cab. So we got Fried Chicken Wednesday, we got Fried Fish Fridays, and we got Taco Tuesday. Now in a cab, not going to hold that's like a little lounge place for everybody. Like during freshman week, y'all play music. It's like little mini parties. Respectively, you know, still eating and dancing at the same time. You know, do a plate. <laughs> but... <clears throat> Fried chicken Wednesday, y'all. Let me tell y'all about this chicken. Best fried chicken I ever had. No disrespect to my mother, cause you know, shout out Big Apps. She got the best home cooked food ever. But let me tell you about this chicken, man. It's better than Popeyes. Make you want to smack your mother for real. What they saying Friday? <laughs> chicken so good. Make you want to wanna slap your mama. <laughs> Fried fish Wednesday. I personally don't eat a lot of fish, but I have had very great reviews about it from other people. Our breakfast is pretty good. We really got to get there early to get like the good stuff, like the almond station. Sometimes we have the a stir fry station. We have pizza. We have a sandwich station for those who really don't not feeling the cat food. Um, on campus you do have like random vending machines. So just in case you know. I guess you want to starve yourself that day. Go get you a little, nice little, <laughs> nice little bag of chips or something. Nice little soda. One thing about college, I can say, please stock up on the snacks because I know how it be in the middle of the night when you can't go get nothing to eat because who want to keep eating McDonald's and Waffle House? Not I. Please stock up on your snacks because me, I run out of snacks like the first, the second week of campus. I'm not going to hold you. First week was a little crucial for me. I was eating a 40 box of Rice Krispie Chew. That chain is gone. So, <laughs> please stock up on your snacks. When your parents, don't be them kids who scared to ask people for stuff. Like, in your dorm, especially like if you're on your floor, y'all do, y'all will have that nice little bar where someone will share with you. Like, say you're in an unfortunate situation where you can't afford 
to go get snacks or something. You, you're not feeling the cab food, so you're just sending your room hungry. Your RAs and your floor mates, they will look out for you if y'all have that bond. Regardless if you got that bond or not, your RAs will look out for you. I was blessed to have two great RAs who will look out for us. Like, you need a trash bag? I got you. Tampons, pads. They, they got us. They like, so with my college though, only thing is you're not allowed to have a fridge or a microwave your freshman year unless it's a medical reason. <laughs> Of course, some people still bring it because, you know, black people hard hit it. <laughs> For real, y'all know how we get down. But my RAs, they will let you store food in it, all types of stuff. You want to keep some drinks in there? You want some cool little water bottles before class? They'll look out for you. What's another thing, Miles? What am I forgetting? Uh, the majors. Majors. OMG. So... Going into college, a lot of people don't know what they want to major in. Me, personally, I had my mind set on one thing. I was like, I'm going to be a nurse. I'm going to be wearing my blue scrubs. I was watching Grey's Anatomy, y'all, and I thought I could be a surgeon. But I was like, nope, that's too hard. Cost too much money. So, I'm going to be a nurse. That didn't work out either. <laughs> because my school is a private HBCU. So, you know, with private schools, they don't really have a lot of main majors that a lot of other colleges have, you know? So I went the education route. I do want to say right now, it is okay to not know what you're majoring in when you first go to college. You have time. You have four years to figure it out. And of course, your first two years, you're not really doing classes that go towards your major. You're doing prereqs, which is general ed courses. Now, it still counts towards your major so you can graduate on time. But it is okay if you don't have it figured out. Me, personally, I'm kind of in that limb right now. I don't have it figured out. But I will, eventually, because I'm a black woman. I'm mm. succeed. Yeah, talk to him. Anyways, um, you are allowed to change. Please don't let no one pressure you into thinking that you have to stick with a major just because that's what your family want or that's what your parents want. No. If you don't feel like your heart is in it, don't do it. For real. I just feel like that's what happens a lot of times for kids. They tend to pick... Alright, y'all, thank you for tuning in to the very first episode of Renai Speaks. I'm so proud of myself for Woo, y'all. It was a struggle trying to record this. I started over like a million times. <laughs> but I'm so proud of myself for putting myself out there. Um, I want to thank y'all for tuning in. Thank you. Please, if you are my age listening to this, please know that all my advice comes from the heart. Take it serious. I'm trying to spit some knowledge out here. Little educated black woman. Um, if you're listening to this, please go tell your aunties, your cousins, your grandmother, because you know grams need to listen to some on Sundays before church and after church. Go tell your cousin. Go tell your teachers. They can listen to me, you know. Anyways, thank y'all for listening. Bye. Mm-hmm.